What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Hey, I just want to let you know, I know everybody can't always support and donate uh, to the podcast, but hey, if you can do a one-time donation, I put up a buy me a coffee uh, link in this description of the podcast. So if you go to the description of the podcast, it'll be at the bottom, and you can just uh, go to that link and you buy me a cup of coffee, or two if you want. And uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can... I can wake up a little bit more and bring you more info so thanks for listening to the podcast if you can donate that would be much appreciated and let's get on to the show when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Locktown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. Today we're going to explore the V-shaped craft over Brazil in 2010. Now, I always find these stories fascinating because every every shape of an aircraft is, is interesting and it has its own design I would imagine for a reason, right? Well, this V-shaped craft, or you know, what some people call the Delta craft, kind of looks like the B-2 bomber if the midsection was cut out. Basically, it's just a V, you know, with the tip pointed forwards with three three red lights at each corner. Um, sometimes we've seen a triangle craft. This is not that. This is more like the craft that was seen by. Uh, Fife Symington, the mayor, the mayor or the governor um, of the Phoenix Lights, uh, and many other people obviously saw the Phoenix Lights as well, according to you know <laughs> the media. But Kurt Russell was the first one to report it. Anyway, this story's from Brazil. So I got this article from uh, let's pull it up Conexao. Uh, it's uh, Spanish uh, and then UFO. So ConexaoUFO.com. And, uh, of course, it's from Brazil, right? So, I mean, the, um, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's Portuguese because they speak Portuguese in Brazil. Um, yeah, this is probably Portuguese. See, my Spanish isn't that good. I used to take Spanish and, it, you know, you take it 20 years ago and you forget it, right? It's, I know, I know El Lado is ice cream because I just love ice cream and that's what I remember. Uh, but anyway, uh, this story states that, that, um, UFOs do exist, according to the official records of the Brazilian Air Force, which since 1952 has kept classified files cataloging all sightings of unidentified flying objects in the skies of the country. There are more than 2,600 pages of documents which recently began to be declassified by the military and today are in Brasilia, forming part of the National Archives. Interesting. So... If we continue further, they state that uh, Petty Officer Soares um, is part of a recent batch 
of documents which makes an interesting case uh, that had been made just two days earlier. So what what is happening here is that there was a report um, that happened Monday, November 15th, 2010 at the Eduardo Gomes Airport in Manaus around 9.55 p.m. So this was during a long holiday and Petty Officer Soros was on duty working in the airport's control tower. Uh, one eye on the radar, of course, and then another on the windows watching all the airplanes come in until th something particularly caught his eye in the sky. Now, this is what's really interesting is that this is a professional tower controller, right? Airport tower controller. These guys have to watch the skies all the time as these planes come in. These guys are professionals. They could tell you the difference between, you know, a B-52 bomber and a, you know, 747 or 767, 787, you know, from distance, you know, so there's, these guys are trained, you know, it's not just the casual observer saying, Hey, I saw a triangle or I saw a Delta ship. This is, this is a professional. Okay. These guys do this every day. So in the distance high above, uh, there was a faint trail of condensation that had formed. And although it was difficult to see, uh, uh, at this point, something streaked across the sky. As an air traffic controller, he was more than used to observing different contrails that aircraft leaved in the, left in the air. However, this one looked different. He took out a pair of binoculars and realized it wasn't an airplane. At the end of the condensation trail was a metallic object that apparently was extremely large and extremely dark. It flew higher than the airliners and was bigger than a Boeing 747. The strangest thing was the shape of the object. It was almost like two wings loose in space forming a V. Again, right? This is the story. So Soros uh, showed the object to two operators who were with him in the tower, and in addition to that, there was a meteorologist who was also there. After 15 minutes, that's a long time of observation. I'll tell you, I used to live next to one of the busiest airports in the world, and I could tell you a lot about the aircraft coming in and out. And if aircraft is flying over your house guess what? You're going to know about it, <laughs> but it's not going to be there for very long, right? Even if it's, even if it's, um, uh, doing maneuvers, uh, waiting maneuvers where it circles around the airport, waiting for a runway to open, which they did over miles a lot, almost every couple minutes. Um, so a lot of noise and a lot of huge planes, uh, you know, coming right over the house. But they don't stay around long because they have to stay aflight, afloat, right? They can't just, like, sit in the air. It's not going to work. It's going to crash. So it would come over the house and be gone within just a few seconds, right? I mean, be out of sight, you know, maybe maybe within a minute, you know, if you had good vision. If you were living in the city, you know, which I was, you couldn't see this aircraft, you know, after about 10 seconds after it passed over your house because it would go outside of your, your vision range. So for 15 minutes to be able to see an aircraft in the, in the sky without it doing maneuvers, like waiting maneuvers, circling, is pretty pretty uncommon. So that stop that, and so we have um, at 10:05. Uh, they were following Air Force procedures, and Soares reported the sighting to Syndacta Four. 
uh, one of the four integrated centers in the air defense and air traffic control. Another record uh, was opened by the Brazilian X-Files. Now, this is interesting because two days later, on November 13th, 2010, at 8.20 a.m., a Gol, G-O-L, airline uh, plane was flying at about 135 kilometers from Manaus, the same area. It was climbing, raising an altitude from 23,000 to 37,000 feet when something strange happened. The pilot and co-pilot saw a very strong light moving at high speed in front of their aircraft. The occurrence was recorded on Syndacta 4 as hotel traffic, an aeronautical euphemism for a UFO. The Air Force records are full of mysterious and unexplained cases, and this is just another one that that leads to the credence of the first story because this happened just two days earlier, two days earlier before, um, before the other, other, uh, event happened. So it's interesting, right? We have a professional air traffic controller, a meteorologist and two other air traffic controllers seeing this object. And then we also have, um, two pilots that see a light, in the sky that's described as a UFO, you know, in the same time period, that not too far from their location. So is it, is it real? Probably. Um, I'd like to hear more witness, you know, eyewitness testimony, you know, to get some more info on it. Unfortunately, there isn't any, um, you know, in this article in particular, but I always like to bring these up because they're, these V-shaped or delta-shaped craft are kind of hard to come by you hear a lot of triangle craft right we hear about that all the time we hear about discs more than the triangle craft um so when we're looking at percentages you know we're we're probably hearing about you know 50 percent you know to to 70 percent of them are discs right maybe you get you know 20 percent are uh the triangle craft maybe 30 percent you know and then you get this you know, random few that's like maybe 10% that are just totally different than those craft. Some of them are going to be the, the Delta craft. Some of them are really large bulbous craft. Some of them are the cylindrical craft, like, like a cigar type craft. Um, so it's few and far between, um, where you're going to hear these stories. So I want to report them. And, you know, this is back in 2010, this is what, 13 years ago. Um, but it is interesting to review. It's interesting to hear about, and you know, it's interesting to keep your your knowledge base open. Um, have any of you seen a V-shaped craft? I lived next to one of the busiest airports in the world. I never saw a V-shaped craft. Plenty of airplanes, uh, but not a V-shaped craft. Um, I did see uh, a UFO-like um, like craft, and I don't know. I, I did a podcast on it. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a drone or if it was a UFO, uh, you know, or alien object or an alien drone. I had, I have extensive experience with drones, um, you know, from, from the playful drones to the, the, you know, that it costs like 50 to a hundred bucks from to the expensive, you know, the professional drones. Um, so this, this craft, um, you know, it, whatever it was, it was able to fly at very fast, um, speeds and it flew right at an airplane. 
uh, that was headed towards the airport. Um, I thought there was going to be a crash or an explosion or something like that, but it didn't happen. Um, it kind of just disappeared as it was going towards the craft or as it was going towards the airplane. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. Have you ever come across something like this? Leave your comment in the comment section. Uh, I'll open that up. I'd like to hear what you have to say. Uh, hit me up on Lockdown Universe on the Facebook. Um, I'm still continuing with um, some some interesting stories that I find um, on the internet there. Um, I'm also uh, creating some, some stories there um, and then kind of using both fact and fiction to create some stories as well. So um, some interesting stuff there. Go check it out. Check out the website, Lockdown Universe. Just type in LockdownUniverse.com. It'll pull, pull up the WordPress site. And uh, there's some funny stories on there and, and some legit stories on there, but mostly funny. And I, I try to have some fun with it, right? Try to do some real reporting and have some, some fun reporting as well. Because like you got to get creative these days. you got to stay creative. Um, but I do still like to follow up on on current reports um, and legit reports as well. So I will continue to bring you some more podcasts, and I hope you're having a great day. Take care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.